Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses seven major risk management categories, including vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the time period of May 14th through May 20th, 2012. Vulnerability activity for the period was increased, following similarly heightened activity last period. The increased activity was highlighted by another large security update from Apple to correct multiple vulnerabilities in QuickTime, and multiple updates from HP and MontaVista for previously reported vulnerabilities. Other highlights included security advisories and updates for Google Chrome 19, Semantic Web Gateway, and Real Network's Real Player. Cisco released IntelliShield Alert 25939 detailing an information disclosure vulnerability in the Cisco ASA 5500 series adaptive security appliance, and added additional security response details to IntelliShield Alert 14480, which describes a cross-site scripting vulnerability in Unified Meeting Place. Multiple web infection campaigns were identified and reported during the period. Some users may have noticed advertisements on the pages of Wikipedia. Wikipedia stated that it does not serve advertisements to its users and that advertisements may be the result of malicious browser extensions, browser plugins, or the use of some free internet connections. Zscaler Research reported on the volume of popular websites infected with malicious advertising, JavaScript, and iframe infections, stating that 621 of the top 1 million websites were blocked by Google's safe browsing feature. Many of those websites were not malicious sites, but rather legitimate sites that had been compromised and used to serve malicious content. IntelliShield published 171 events last week, 65 new events and 106 updated events. These alerts are available via the IntelliShield Alert Manager service. Visit www.cisco.com go slash IntelliShield for more information. Moving on to the physical risk management category. Researchers released information on potential vulnerabilities in three of the most popular closed-circuit surveillance cameras that feature Internet access. The camera systems often enable Internet access by default and may contain weak passwords that can allow a remote attacker to gain access to the video feeds. These camera systems are widely used across multiple business sectors, are relatively easy to identify on the Internet using search engines, and allow remote access from virtually anywhere in the world when not configured securely. Following up on a report from last week that elaborated on the continually growing use of surveillance systems, the exposure of these insecure settings changes the end result of organizations that are attempting to improve their monitoring capabilities at sensitive sites from a private feed to potentially exposing the activity at those sites to anyone. We have previously reported on similar security concerns with home security systems that include Internet access. Organizations should ensure these systems are configured securely updated as needed, and that the configuration settings regularly verified to ensure that they have not been compromised or exposed. Organizations should also include these systems in their penetration and vulnerability assessments and testing. And next, in the legal risk management category, the U.S. Security and Exchange Commission, or SEC, has issued new guidelines that call for publicly traded companies to report significant cyber theft and attack events or changes in material risk from such events. The risk reporting has been in place, but the new guidelines go further to require companies to report cybersecurity events, which as the SEC described will 
allow the market to evaluate companies in part based on their ability to keep their networks secure. These new guidelines are a hot topic of debate in corporate America. While the previous guidelines required material risk reporting, and a few companies, including Intel and Google, have reported compromises of their systems, it has largely resulted in non-specific statements of risk in SEC filings. The new guidelines require companies to not only assess the risk of such events, but also specific events. The new guidelines are intended to increase transparency. However, they also increase the likelihood of lawsuits or SEC enforcement actions if the companies fail to report the events. Moving on to the trust risk management category. Avira, a company that makes antivirus security software, released Service Pack 0 or SP0 for Avira version 2012. The update is for its Avira Professional Security, Avira Internet Security 2012, and Avira Antivirus Premium 2012 products. Part of SP0 was an update to its proactive monitoring system. According to user reports, the update caused proactive to block most executable files, as well as other critical Windows operating system files, crippling affected systems. Avira released an advisory along with additional updates that disabled the proactive monitoring feature. Avira is not the first security company to release a faulty update. Other companies have had similar cases where an update prevented user systems from functioning properly, which underscores the need to test updates before applying them to critical systems or deploying them across the enterprise. Administrators should also have disaster recovery plans ready in case a critical system goes offline. And next, in the Identity Risk Management category. Another week, another breach of purported secured personal and financial data. In one instance, the data was available for more than one decade. Also in the news, government employees who were trusted with the private citizen data illegally accessed that data. These types of stories have become so common that people begin to ignore the consequences that may occur if they become a victim. Information gleaned from public sources such as genealogy research sites and public birth records can be combined with leaked or stolen information to perform social engineering attacks that completely compromise a person's identity. The days of eliminating exposure to identity theft by not having online access to financial accounts and records are long gone. Whether we like it or not, we as individuals are very dependent upon the information and security practices of businesses and government entities for the protection of our personal data. As more records become correlated, our personal information becomes even more accessible. It is incumbent upon each individual to make identity theft awareness and protection a personal responsibility, with the knowledge that responsibility is not entirely within our own domain of control. This means that personal action is called for, such as periodically checking your own credit report. Persons living in the United States should take advantage of the free annual credit report from each of the three major credit reporting agencies. By staggering requests throughout a year, a credit report can be obtained at no cost every four months. There are anti-identity theft services available for free, but they do little more than what an individual can do at no cost by themselves. When answering security questions on a website, no public available information should be used, or those questions should be answered with incorrect information, and the answers stored in secure encrypted repository. And finally, in the human risk management category, a neurosurgeon aboard a cruise ship to give a presentation on his diet plan unexpectedly faced FBI agents and Homeland Security officials because of a falsified Twitter account using the doctor's name sent a threatening tweet about a biohazard.
Although no threat was found, and the investigation determined the tweet came from a parody account, the doctor was removed from the ship while the investigation continued. We have previously discussed the rapid growth and increased monitoring of social media by government and security organizations. However, in this case, the threat was reported by a private individual. Although organizations and celebrities are familiar with brand protection practices, most individuals would not likely consider it applicable to themselves. The growth of social media has increased the risk of malicious activity, including being impersonated, which not only reflects poorly on the individual, but also garners the attention of law enforcement officials. While this would not likely impact most individuals, social media users should take precautionary measures to help protect their accounts. These measures can include conducting a name search to identify potentially malicious activity from imposters. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, visit www.cisco.com slash go slash SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening, and stay safe.